Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. GPP himself, Andrew Hansen. And we are here on this Saturday night, August 29th, to go over the three-game NBA slate for tomorrow, Sunday, August 30th. And we want to give everybody uh, enough time to absorb it because it is an early game tomorrow. So how are you doing, Mr. Andrew? I'm doing well, Coach, and I'm smiling, even though we put two lineups out to our members and the one that you constructed is in first place and the one I constructed is not because that that was the goal we wanted yes. to, I mean, we we nothing we in between nothing in between we we naturally had two different builds and yours and and we said on the podcast the goal is for one of them to crush it and yours is right now you're in a big contest you're in first place so we'll see what happens with the late game they're they're just tipping off but i'm excited that yours paid off you know the orlando kept fighting you had a lot of guys from the orlando milwaukee game and I went, you know, with the GPP lineup. I got Westbrook. He got his 13 shots. You know, he had plenty of minutes with nine minutes to go in the game. But it was a blowout. You know, he was rusty. He didn't play well. And Shea was an absolute mess. The guy looked like he'd never played NBA ball before. With the, His, his three-point shot looked like an ugly set shot. I mean, he was just lost out there. So, yeah. you know, it, it just didn't work out with the GPP lineup. But the cash lineup... Uh, the, the hybrid, as we call it, was terrific. So I hope you can finish it off. Well, thank you. That's, that's very nice of you. And again, you know, we we have different takes. Sometimes, you know, one of us is exactly right. Some of Sometimes the other one is. And then sometimes we're on the same page. And that can pay off as well. But this is just one of those scenarios where the game scripting, having an extra day to sort of break some stuff down, uh, made a lot of sense for me and really helped Uh I mean, you could definitely see a lot of the things we discussed yesterday, like, you know, the the Thunder players, especially Paul and some of these guys that have been so embroiled in this, you know, are we going to sit out and protest or play and then have to take a vote? And all of that stuff makes a difference. So we tried to sort of dig in on that. Uh, you know, Orlando playing their guys, real gutsy, Augustine hitting some shots. You know, and, and I'll tell you, one thing I've really been – uh, focusing on, and, and you'll know this for sure, is really trying to take the veterans that in this situation, because it's usually the young guys that just, for a better term, poop their pants, because they've never been in this situation. It's the NBA playoffs. It doesn't matter if they've played in high school state championships or the NCAA tournament. This is a completely different level. And we've seen guy after guy and, you know, unfortunately, Shea falls in that same thing. He's never been in this situation. You know, he was a youngster with the Clippers, you know, sort of end of the bench role initially and now just been handed an important role on a team for the first time in the playoffs. And you're going to have inconsistencies with that. You know, he had two bad games the first two, woke up the second two, and then laid an eight today. So I think, you know, the... The takeaway I get from this, and knock on wood, I'm not counting any chickens before they're hatched because I need to hang on in these tournaments. But, you know, the takeaway is, you know, to continue to watch what's going on in the background and in the bubble. And if you think you're going to get any of those takes or fades by throwing stuff into an optimizer, it's not going to happen. I agree. Optimizers are great when you have a true sample size 
when it's a scenario that is a normal scenario, which nothing's normal right now, that works. So I'm not trying to bash any of our competitors out there. For the 150 mass entry guys that want to optimize, it's a great, great way to do it. But if you want to be in a position to have an 80-point lead to the, the guys that have two players left in a in a contest where no one else is around you, you know, you have to be able to look and dig into some of these things and come up with some contrarian plays that although aren't going to be popular, that you stand by your guns on. And, you know, and that comes with not just playing those guys, but fading those key guys. So again, you know, it can always go both ways. I'm not certainly being boastful and I haven't cashed anything yet tonight uh, in a good spot but still have to finish it up. But the thing I'm excited about is that our listeners, we got such a great response, Andrew, and you did a terrific job uh, last night, but the, you know, the whole uh, response we've gotten is very overwhelming to the yesterday's podcast, positive of liking sort of the introspective way we went into looking at this entire uh, slate. And uh, that, that makes me happy. I, I love the fact that people are getting something different here uh, and stuff, stuff that pays off that, that they may not have found anywhere else. So just, to, you know, again, it's it can go either way. But, you know, when we do get the breakdowns that make sense and they play out that way and the game scripts, I mean, we almost absolutely nailed the exact amount of minutes for like four guys. We're going to have to have Leighton post a few of those things uh, on Twitter because it's just, you know, it's no fun when you say, hey, this guy's going to play, you know, 18 minutes and he plays 32 and smashes here or whatever. But when you do nail these and you have a group of them that you hit, uh, it makes you feel good because at least, you know, you know, uh, some of the time you're doing the right stuff. So exactly. anyway, long winded, but uh, I appreciate you bringing that up. I'm excited for this slate, man. We've got three games uh, they're going to be exciting games tomorrow, and we have an early start, 1 p.m. Eastern. So we're getting this out earlier than we normally do. Uh, so you can listen to it Saturday night or, you know, anytime late late in the night, early morning, or uh, before the, the starts tomorrow. So we are going to dive into this so I can complete my sweat. I, I feel like doing the meme sweat where the guy, the water's just pouring out of his face. <laughs> who's that? That's, right. Who is that? The guy that wrote uh, Get Out and stuff. That's the meme that's that I always post. Uh, I can you picture know, it. I just Jordan Peele. Jordan oh, Peele. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, you guys will know what I'm talking about. All right, before we jump in, quick thank you to our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag. It's a place to go for all of your sports wagering and casino action. By using the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, you get a $1,000 match on your first deposit. So you, you get all of that uh, as free play to go after it, and you get a free $25 match play just for using the promo code COACHTALK. Same promo code for TVG.com. And then I lost you. I'm here. Okay. Uh, my screen is, oh, my screen went blank. I'm, I guess I'm back. You can see me okay? Yeah, you're, you're not moving, but I can hear you. That is so bizarre. Well, maybe I'll kick back in. I guess I'll just freeze like that and keep talking. But anyway, uh, 
tvg.com as uh, it's a $300 risk-free bet. So go to our uh, website. <laughs> it's weird seeing myself frozen there. <laughs> you could draw ears on me or uh, devil ears and a mustache. Uh, and you know, it's a $300 exclusive. So it's, it's uh, tvg.com putting the promo code coach talk. If you lose $300 on the TVG site, betting on a horse, they give you the $300 back. So you cannot beat it. All right. We're going to dive into this. This is very exciting. I have no idea why I'm frozen. Oh, I'm moving again. Yeah. Hey, how about that? How about that? I thought I had a stroke there for a minute. So, <laughs> all right. First game, dude. And it's right up your alley. I know you got a, some good opinion on this one. 1 p.m. Eastern, Boston Celtics, Toronto Raptors, game one in what should be a hell of a series. It is the Raptors minus two and a half with a scant 216 over under. What do you got, Andrew? Well, you mentioned the low over under, and I think that's very important. It's very appropriate. Um, Listen to the game totals for these two teams from the regular season. 210, 218, 220, 222. All right. So 222 is the highest total that they've had in their four games. They haven't played for a week. Okay. They both finished off their sweep last Sunday. So you got to figure they're a little bit rusty. Sure. It's it's game one. I mean, they are going to be going after it. Uh, you know, Lowry's a little bit hobbled. So there's just a lot of signs pointing to that this isn't going to be the highest scoring game on the slate. And it's fun to compare it to the other game totals on this slate. So like I said, highest total for these guys is 222. You go to the next game, Clippers and Mavericks. Their lowest total from this series is 228, which is six points higher and then they go 241, 252, 265, 268. Basically, nice, a nice defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like in a different stratosphere. Yeah. And then even Denver and Utah, who we think of as slower teams, stronger, def- I mean, strong defensively, not stronger than Boston and Toronto, but yeah. also strong. Okay. They've only had one game less than the 222, the highest Boston Toronto total. They had a, that one blowout that was 211, but they've also had 224, 229, 256, and 260. So, I mean, you can call it, you know, game log tracking, box score watching if you want, but to me, that's a pretty good sample size that this is most likely going to be the lowest scoring game on the slate. I mean, it could go to overtime and, and, and be higher scoring than Denver and Utah, but I don't think there's going to be a ton of fantasy points to go around compared to the other two games. I don't think the guy's pricing is so low that you just have to you have to play these guys. So for me, in a lot of my lineups, I'm not going to have anybody from this game. Maybe a one-off here and there, but uh, you know, I just I just don't really like the game. I'm with you, man. I I just do not see this as a sharp play. I mean, I I think it's the best game. It may be the the best matchup. But when you take a look at those numbers that that you shared with game totals, you're right on the money. I mean, you can take those numbers and reduce the total generally by at least 10 when you're looking at the playoffs because every position is more important. They D it up stronger. So I'm with you. I, I like players from both sides here a little bit. 
But I am going to try to avoid this game and just one off at the very most from each side. So I will not have more than one or two people from this game just for the simple fact that I think when you look at this game and the next game, it's going to be like looking at a game that played four quarters and a game that played five quarters. I think there's going to be that many more possessions, that many more opportunities for DFS points. So I'm with you, man. I think you hit this one right, the nail right on the head. Summer is here and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000. Plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. All right. So since we're uh, basically skipping that game, obviously these two games are going to be important. The second game is mid-afternoon game, 3.30 p.m., and it is the L.A. Clippers against the Dallas Mavericks. We know why KP sat out, so all the nasty stuff about him being a wimp that we said, I apologize for. He he has a torn meniscus, uh, so we're going to be without him. But the line in this game is the Clippers by 10 and a half. Big reaction. It was a five and a half, if you remember, uh, early on, the first uh, game. So uh, they, I think because the Clippers won by 100 last time and uh, KP's out, it's, uh, that line just jumped way up. Not a good sign for the Mavericks, though. But as you mentioned, 238 and a half over under. So obviously... You know, this will be the stack game, just sort of like, you know, the public was wanting to stack the Rockets and Thunder today. I think everybody's going to jump on the Clippers Mavericks bandwagon as the game to stack. Are you going to go with the chalk this time or are you going to reverse reverse your direction? Well, I think I will have plenty of exposure to this game. you know, the question is, how much of a full game stack is it? Because I, I really like Murray and Jokic in the next one, and they're obviously expensive players. Right. So it's it's not probably not going to be a full game stack in my primary lineup. Um, I do like Paul George here with the price savings. They're, they're very significant compared to Kawhi. And he finally showed up with 35 points in only 20, 35 actual real basketball points in only 25 minutes. So, you know, he really broke out of his slump. He's 1,800 less than Kawhi on DraftKings, uh, sig- significantly cheaper on FanDuel. So that's that's important. You know, I think for my first lineup, I am going to go with Paul George, um, get some exposure to Kawhi, but... I really like the the price savings. Uh, we've got some news with Pat Beverly upgraded to questionable. 
if if he plays, then I'll probably avoid Beverly Jackson and Shamit. If he sits, I do like Reggie Jackson again at three point eight on DraftKings. He's outscored Shamit the last two, and he's given us about 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 six x. Uh, two games in a row, so he's you know more yeah. comfortable scoring off the bench. So you could go there for a value play. Uh, why don't you tell us about the Mavs side? Um, what's the latest with Luca? Is he going to be back in form? Yeah, he's fine. I think these couple of extra days rest uh, were really helpful to him. Uh, from my understanding, he's a complete go, uh, no restrictions whatsoever. Uh, it's an elimination game, so you know it's they they got to step up and get it done. So I think he's a, a full blown uh, play here. Uh, I really do. Um, in fact, in this game, if you go about seven miles east of here in Dallas, you come across a place called Stack City. Oh yeah, and, that, <laughs> and that's where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna go, are you going to drive over there and just set your lineup when you're inside the city limits? I am. I'm going to take a drive. <laughs> like our, our, our man Brenton was out hiking in the wilderness and had to go over the Washington-Oregon line, I believe, or something right. to get yeah. his, his uh, DFS lineups in. So, hey, if he can hike over the state line, I certainly can drive over there. So, yeah, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to do that, man. But, yeah, I, you know what? I. I as opposed to today when I was contrarian and didn't like the chalk stack, I like it here. I just, I think it's just such a standout from the other two. And I, I get it that Denver and Utah have been scoring a lot, but it's mainly been Murray and Mitchell. They, you know, they both had over 51 game for God's right, sakes. Right. So, you know, I just like the, the potential in this game for the Mavs to hang around. I think they'll hang around enough that, you know, Doc's going to want to get the Clippers guys enough run. They've had a few extra days off. I think this is just a perfect game to take Luka and take Kawhi. And then if I can fit George in, if I'm really going to fade this last game and want to put George in, I haven't made that decision yet. If not, I do like some of the ancillary plays here. I mean, Burke crushed it for us last time. I think Curry is a possibility for a secondary play, I think uh, from the Clippers side, you know, I really don't want to get in that mix with guard, especially every time Beverly's questionable, he ends up playing and screwing up that whole rotation a little bit. But, you know, I think you can look at Zubach uh, and, you know, the guy that smashed for me last time, even though it was in uh, mop-up time is Montrez Harrell. He did get some big numbers. And then I also like Lou Williams. I mean, how can you not when he's, you know, on fire, it's it's all over. So if I'm hoping the Mavs can hang tight enough, similar to what the Magic did today uh, with the Bucks, enough that we can get a real good full run with Luka going down with a big fight in like 65, 70 fantasy points, and then, ha- you know, force the hand of Kawhi and some of these other uh, Clippers guys to do well. So, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to have, honestly, six out of my eight uh, guys come out of this game. Uh, and then on FanDuel, just slightly different. But uh, I love this game. I think it's got great potential. 
if it blows out by 50 like the last one, you know, then we're up a creek. But I'm willing to take that chance. Yeah, my first build on DraftKings, I have five guys from this game, including Luka. And I just cannot afford Jokic in that lineup. Right. And I think that's the real key decision. Do you want to play Luka or do you want to play Jokic? And then over on FanDuel, you know, my first build is the opposite. I've got Murray and Jokic in there and I, I can't afford Luka. So, you know, that it may be that I end up sort of 50-50. Uh, Luca in half my lineups and fading him in the other half. Yeah, I mean it's there's a lot of things that can happen here, but uh, I mean I you know I think that it sets up for a, a high scoring game like most of them have been, and hopefully I mean it's almost better that they're able to game plan without Porzingis. Is he going to play? Isn't he going to play? Is he going to get limited minutes? Not any at all. Now we know what's going on. You know, they may have known this all along and not told anybody. We, you know, we don't know if that was a ploy or they didn't test it until they figured out it was it's torn. But whatever the case may be, they're able to put together for the last couple of days. How do we want to attack this game? And, you know, if they're going to do a high pick and roll, what was working when Porzingis was playing? You know, if he set that high pick for Luca, uh, the Clippers had all kinds of trouble because if they go underneath it, Luca was shooting it. Uh, if they tried to, to go over it and stay with Luca, Porzingis would either roll or, or pop for the three. So they're going to need somebody to be able to step out there and do that. And, you know, whether they do it with Boban, you know, he's not going to have the same effect popping, obviously. Or if, you know, they're able to, to maybe get Baxi Kleba, more than likely that's what they'll do because he can hit the three. The only problem is it, it's a lot different when his 6'10 body is going to the, you know, uh, roll into the paint and the gigantic 7'3 uh, Porzingis. So, you know, that's what I'm a little nervous about. But that's sort of the, the you know, what I think they'll try to do because the Clippers really haven't had a great answer for that. Now, a part of that is because Beverly's been out. He's the best at defending that pick and roll in the entire league at point guard statistically. And he just, he can, he's so slippery getting over it and he knows when to show and go under it. So, you know, whether he plays or how much he plays could help uh, the Clippers side. But what do you think, uh, Beverly? I have him right now listed only for like 18 or 20 minutes. Yep. So if, if that's all he gets, Reggie Jackson does not defend that well. Uh, and, you know, their Terrence Mann or whoever else they use at that spot uh, isn't going to do that nearly as well. So I think that has some effect on the game. But, uh, you know, I'm going to roll with it like that and hope that that's the game plan. I don't think that Doc is going to blitz or run two guys at Luka. That's always a concern with Porzingis out, you know, because he really can't do that with KP, you know, floating there because he'll hit threes and dunk all day long. Uh, and, you know, my initial thought was, you know, is Doc going to do that here? Because it makes sense. A lot of coaches would because don't let Luca beat you. Who with that lineup is going to beat you other than Luca? you know, if you're the Clippers? But here's the deal. You go back and look at Doc's strategy. He does not believe in doubling and blitzing the ball. He doesn't like to do it with Harden. He, you know, even though he's a great coach, he has not followed that same pattern as Spolstra and uh, the Boston coach and some different coaches that use that strategy in play. So just, you know, based on historic 
uh, of the way Doc plays it. I think he's going to play Luka more straight up. He's going to say, hey, I've got the best defender in basketball in Kawhi. When Kawhi rests, I have the second best defender in Paul George. They probably are the two best uh, perimeter defenders in the league. So, uh, you know, it doesn't make it easy for Luka, but it, you know, I believe that he's capable one-on-one with anybody to score. If they're not running that double and taking the ball out of his hands, I'm going to stick with him. Okay. All right, man. We're going on to game three here. Uh, Before we do that, real quickly, tonight, tomorrow morning, follow the process with us. That's what's been successful to this point. Check out the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and follow us in Discord. If you want to become a member, it's DFSCoachTalk.com. This is the best time to get involved. You can get in there for a week, try us out. Or if you want to jump on our fall special, which is start September 1st, that's only a couple of days away, uh, three days away, that runs until the end of December. It's only $199. It encompasses the entire football season. And you get everything that we offer. We don't have specific sports. You get the main chat, all of our sports, NBA, MLB, NFL, and PGA. And you get our full lineups on FanDuel, our full lineups on Fantasy Draft, and what's now becoming very famous, our coaches' clipboard, which is a real solid pool of players with a core that we highlight that we feel you should build your lineup around. So, you know, so far it's been fantastic for us. We've had a lot of good success with it. Uh, And, you know, as far as following the news, if you're not in our Discord, follow us on Twitter. We're at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He, and I yesterday I said at Andrew Hansen. This yeah, is really I let funny. It, I let it go. You're all right, man. You're a good guy. <laughs> He's at Language Olympic, of course. When I re-listened, I was like, what the heck was I thinking? <laughs> and uh, our man Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. So that's where we are with that. Last game, 8.30 p.m., late night sweat game probably for Andrew because he's going to have some big plays in this game. It's going to be another one of those hang on for dear life games for coach, I think. But it's the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Great game. Uh, Right now, the Jazz are two and a half point favorite. So this has been a bizarre series. People thought Denver would handle Utah. That has not been the case. Uh, The over under here is only 219 and a half. But as you uh, mentioned, the, the points have been higher. So you know, our man Freddie Mills probably is going to play the over in this game. That's that's my gut feeling. Right, but right. Yeah, so how do you see this game? I know it's Murray and all you can eat, Murray and Jokic pretty much, right? Yeah, I mean, Murray has just been absolutely phenomenal. You know, he had two games in a row with over 40 actual points and no turnovers. He it's has been impossible. phenomenal. That move uh, he made down the middle where he did that 360 spin, it was like... What in God's name? Yeah. And once again, their backs are up against the wall. They're down 3-2. This is it. Uh, you know, he has been priced up a little bit, but I think he's still worth playing. Um, so he'll be out there for me. Like I said, I, I do like pairing him with Jokic. Man, what an incredible first quarter he had last game. He just couldn't quite finish it off for, for a crush job. But um you know, I think that's the decision. Do you stack them both or do you play Murray alone? Um, couple potential value plays. Uh, Jeremy Grant played 40 minutes last game. Yeah. Millsap, Millsap did not get the minutes. And then Michael Porter Jr. got 34 minutes. 
So those are two guys you could look at for a one-off. And on the Utah side, you know, what I did last time is fade Mitchell uh, because we, we, we talked about how Denver was going to use a different strategy. Right. And, and they got it out of his hands. It was more of a Conley and Clarkson show by design. Yeah. And, you know, that was that was the play. That was the right pivot to, to use. Mitchell is still very expensive, at least on DraftKings. I don't think he's playable on DraftKings at 9.7. But on FanDuel, he's 8,000, right? He's 1,700 less. $1,700 less. Yeah. That's the most bizarre thing. It so, is. So, you know, I'll consider him on FanDuel. Not, not going to play him on DraftKings again. Uh, I prefer Conley. Clarkson, I think, is still solid. Royce O'Neal is a value play. So, I think you could have half of your lineup from this game for sure and feel pretty good about it because you're getting star players at a at a reduced price from the from the Dallas Clippers game. I'm with you. Well, you know, I, the one guy I'm going to take, I've had him the last two games and just was in awe of watching him perform was Murray. I mean, yeah. just the shots he's hit, the pressure, the three-pointers, the four-point plays, the penetration. And he's also, like you said, He's controlling the ball. He had no turnovers. How do you handle the ball for 50 minutes, basically, and not turn it over under those circumstances against some good defenders? I mean, you know, uh, Conley has been around the league. He's defended everybody. Uh, So, you know, I I was super impressed. I mean, more than likely for me, it'll be Murray only. And then I may have one value spot left. Uh, and if I do, it's going to be scratching probably for an O'Neal or someone of that nature. Uh, there's some of these guys we just can't seem to get away from because there's right. not enough value. <laughs> I mean, there's so, only three games on the slate. I know. So it's, I mean, that's going to be it for me. I mean, I'm going to be light on the, on the game one and three stacking two. I do have a few value plays that I'm going to mention in discord. Uh, I may even do that this evening. Uh, as well, and I and uh, you know what we should both do tonight too. I feel like we're going to hit. I'm so frustrated with some of the golfing that I'm 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 going after this final fourth round. You can play it on DraftKings. So if you do play PGA and you want my cash lineup, and I'm speaking for you, Andrew, so it's up to you. But if you want to put a GPP lineup up as well, maybe we try to snatch the triple header tomorrow and and sweep basketball, baseball, and golf. Why not? That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be that would be excellent. I've been I've been watching the golf. Uh, D- Dustin Johnson was you know my core stud, and he's finally risen to the top. He's right there in position to win it. So I'm hoping a lot of my lineups kind of continue to rise up. Henley was big. You know he's around the top ten now. So yeah, um, yeah, we could finish strong on Sunday. I think so. I you know it's it's fun watching it too. Although I'm, we're going to be trying to watch everything at the same time, so it's going to be yeah. hectic. But uh, it is always fun watching those guys just scratch and claw to try to make par. It right. makes you feel good when you go out there. And, yeah. you know, it's sort of how, instead of 30 under like last week, literally, right. it was 30 under. So, yeah, it's it's a lot more fun. But anyway, wanted to mention that. So, uh, you know, definitely uh, jump in our Discord with us. We've had some really cool new members, too. Uh, Lakers fan, and I could go through the whole list. We're going to do that at the end of the month here, which is only a couple days away, because we're going to have our drawing, and uh, we, we forget to mention this a lot, but uh, if you want a chance for a free one-month membership, uh, we on our air side, the uh, audio side, I'm trying to say, 
uh, we are on iTunes. If you go there, uh, give us a quick review and five stars, then you will be in a drawing for that one month membership that uh, is going to be drawn in three days. So uh, definitely do that there. You can check us out everywhere podcasts are heard, uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeart. We're on all of them. So catch us there. If you're watching the video of this right now on YouTube, it's extremely important to us here on the on the way out the door when you're finishing this quick thumbs up, subscribe to our channel and hit the little alarm button. The alarm button lets you know when our podcast posts and that's important. Like tonight, it's coming out early. So, it, you know, if for those that have that notification checked, then it will let them know, hey, the podcast posted early. So in case uh, you want to listen to it prior to uh, tomorrow for those that are busy Sunday mornings or church or whatever the case may be. So uh, definitely something worth catching. Um, I think that's it, man. I think we, we've covered the three games. We have a couple of strategies in place, a little more similar rides uh, on this card than today's. Uh, so hopefully, you know, our listeners can take away those bits and pieces that will help. Uh, best thing to solidify it, though, is to jump in our Discord. We're in there 30 minutes before every lock on in every sport, except golf, because that doesn't count. They don't have really a lock because they're up ready the day before. But uh, for the other sports, so that you get, you know, because we've had all kinds of uh, things we've had to do in the last 30 minutes. We've had... Uh, games that are protested that don't play. We've had rainouts in baseball. We've had injured guys getting hooked at the last minute. You know, those things can make or break a slate for you. So, you know, if you can't, I've always said this to everybody, if you can't ride out Discord in the news of what's going on the last 30 minutes before lock, you shouldn't really be playing basketball or baseball or even probably football because the, that stuff gets decided, things get changed, and 1-0, you're dead. So, uh, best thing to do is, is catch that, listen in, and uh, help uh, let us help you uh, take some stuff down. Yeah, and once again, I do think there's a chance that our cash lineup and our GPP lineup are going to have different approaches here, both of which could win. So again, I encourage you to jump in as a member. You'll get both of those lineups on FanDuel. And uh, once again, I hope that uh, come Monday when we do our next, next podcast, We'll be talking about victory for a lot of our members. Absolutely. Do we not have a podcast tomorrow? Well, so, yeah, Sunday for the Monday slate. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is there a day off? I didn't know about No, no days <laughs> off here. We're in the bubble. That's exactly right. All right. Fantastic. Well, uh, also, our charity of choice here, MambaOn3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. It is a wonderful charity set up by the Bryan family. All right. Uh, condolences, too, to all the losses, man. Coach uh, Lute Olson, I was yep. a big fan of his. I've heard him speak at several conferences through the years, uh, coaching conferences. Fantastic, man. And then, uh, man, the Black Panther. Good God. The young man, 42 years old. Yep. Oh, God rest his soul. And, you know, prayers to all of their families. Just uh, really tough uh, to see uh see what happened and, and we lost another nba player uh as cliff well robinson cliff robinson yeah, yeah uncle cliffy he was he was a heck of a ball player six man of the year a uh, real hard working boards guy the old style power forward that just played defense and got every rebound 
uh, yeah, very, very young uh, as well. So unfortunate. Uh, so, gotta, you know, blessings cherish solved. every day. You do. There's nothing guaranteed. You know, uh, it's it's just amazing. So uh, good wishes to everybody out there, though. You know, enjoy your Saturday evening if you're catching this early. If not, let's uh, have a fun sweat on Sunday. Uh, and uh, we'll be doing the multiple TVs and screens, trying to root everything in at the same time. So uh, fantastic. Any final words, sir? Thanks a lot for joining us. All right. Terrific. We, we really thank you for spending this time with us. And, of course, we'll be back, like always, tomorrow as we'll look to crush it in DFS.